This is SAFM Sport. It is SAFM Sport indeed, and uh, we are cracking out. Charles Beloy, foo, 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 foo. We know that the World Cup has taken on. Uh, Qatar's like got lots of uh, debates around whether beer should be sold, not sold. Qatar have said it will not be sold in the stadium. That was a bit of a U-turn. I mean, I was listening to BBC Sport yesterday, Eve, and uh, wow, <laughs> people are just... oh. <laughs> I don't know why they have to drink beer. They can drink beer later, can't they? Or it's just you just have to tell me, Charles. Does do you have to watch football and drink beer? Football and beer are a match made in heaven. Morning, Michelle, and morning to the <laughs> <laughs> Football and beer feels like a glove. <laughs> oh dear. Well, that's going to be a problem then. So, what's uh, your take on what's going on there? What are your projections? Who's going to take the World Cup? I saw that someone at some. A uh, science guy, a mathematical guy, had gone and gone and decided which 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 country would win by some mathematical equation. What's your take? It's so difficult to pick an outright winner. Brazil haven't won it for 22 years. Argentina haven't won it since Diego Maradona did it in 1986. Uh, France are tipped to defend the title uh, because they have a very beautiful team and they have a a coach, Croatia, the dark horses, Portugal are there, they have good players. Um, it's not easy to pick up. Germany are, have rebuilt, they have a new team. So you could have five or six countries that will be vying for, for the World Cup title. So at this early stage, it's not easy to pick an outright win and say Messi will take it or Neymar will take it. So, okay. Are you like thinking you would have liked to have gone to this, or are you fine to be watching it all from here? <laughs> I'd rather go to the Olympic Games than the World Cup. That's really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. All right. What about the rugby? Rassi. <laughs> Charles. I was saying I've I've always seen myself as an Olympic reporter. Well, I can see that. What about the rugby, though? Yeah, it will be a very special uh, experience to watch the rugby and see something different. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit more about it. Yeah, and by the way, I'm in Sun City where um, there's a Gary Plain and Vivian Player invitation. Last night, I had an opportunity to speak to the Springbok legend, Victor Medford. Oh, wow. Wow. We were discussing the, the Springboks and the balls. He said... Uh, his two favorite countries that will win the World Cup, surprisingly, omitted New Zealand. He said this uh, is the Springbok and France. Those are his two picks that could win the World Cup. And he said we shouldn't read too much into the Springbok loss against New Zealand. Uh, when it matters the most, they'll rise to the occasion. And that during the World Cup, they're a different uh, uh, fish, little fish. So <laughs> we've had an interesting chat and he says, Springbok are developing well and then they're learning the lessons and remember they haven't been playing since the lockdown and now they're just getting used to playing especially in front of the, the fans and getting their act together. So um, Charles just to take us back to the FIFA World Cup very very briefly um, I you know it's 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 really cut that we we lost and that we I mean not that we lost but that we aren't we aren't participating 
But I understand that the head coach, uh, Bruce, has, has suggested that we have a whole load of friendly matches scheduled just to keep our spirits. I'm assuming it's to keep our spirits up. What do you see it as? I think it's a future exercise to play those friendly matches because oh. firstly we are playing against <laughs> things that should be learning from us, not we learning from them. So playing Mozambique, playing Zambia, it's, it's a waste of time really. We we should just be focused. Let's just accept the fact that they're not at the World Cup. Watch it on TV. I don't think the players are really interested in playing those. Give the players a break. And then let's regroup and get our thoughts. When the qualifiers come and we have to learn to be serious, qualify for the AFCON, qualify for the next World Cup. And not all these friendly games. Someone is playing in the competitive game in the World Cup. You want to go and play Swaziland, really. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to leave it there. But Charles, that is the... So you're saying it's a complete waste of time. Bruce should like really focus on making sure that next uh, couple of years we really up our game and make sure that we do something amazing. Yes, start by qualifying for AFCON 2023. Start <laughs> by qualifying for AFCON 2023. Well, I hope uh, Hugo Bruce is listening. I must say, I would probably support you on that as well. Charles, I wish you a great sporting day, and I look forward to chatting to you next week. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Charles Beloy of SABC Sport, as he says, uh, uh, Hugo Bruce, who's urging uh, Safa to uh, schedule a whole lot of friendlies, he's saying that's just a total waste of time and we should focus on AFCON and just uh, follow the FIFA World Cup and see what we can learn from it. It's 9.45.